Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. The municipal elections for 2022 are right around the corner, October 15th to be exact. In Qualicum Beach, one councillor has announced he won't be running again. Here to discuss that decision and fill us in on what the future holds. Thanks for joining us today, Robert Filmer. Yes, thank you for having me. Before we get into your big decision, let's fill in some gaps for the folks who may not know your backstory. Where did you go to school and what was it from your background that initially made you decide to run for office? I was born and raised in Qualicum Beach, so Qualicum Beach is no stranger to me. Then I went through our school system through elementary, middle school and high school right in Qualicum Beach through Qualicum Elementary, Qualicum Middle and then the Qualicum Secondary School. I was in the Air Cadet Program with our local Air Cadet Squadron in Qualicum for seven years. And through that, I really got to see the side of community service and what it meant to work for your community and work within your community. That really pushed my interest within local government. In the cadet program, they do educate you on the different levels of government and how it all works. So again, spark of interest there. As I got older, I saw things in the community that I didn't really agree with and wasn't really, wasn't really jiving with, especially as a young person, and decided at a young age, about 16, that in the next election, I would run. And here we are. <laughs> You were elected as a councillor in Qualicum Beach at age 20. What was your thought process immediately after you were elected? I remember the election night when, when the results came out. And I remember this huge wave of relief of, okay, it's done. Now it's, oh my gosh, the work starts. I think for me as a young person, it was more or less about the trust. People went to the polls for a young person. And I'm sure many were a bit unsure on how it was going to play out. Should a young person get elected? I knew that some people were saying, you know, we're going to give them a shot, but we're not sure. So I knew that there was a large amount of people putting their trust in me. My biggest worry was not to prove them wrong. I knew that I had to serve them for four years and to do the best that I could within those four years. So immediately from the first hour, I knew that I was now on the clock and in that public spotlight. And as a young person, I knew that I'd be possibly under more scrutiny than possibly my other colleagues. So it's maybe five minutes of celebration and then immediately into work. <laughs> What are some of the advantages and disadvantages of being so young? And why do you think so few young people are able to get involved with council? The advantages big time are for the broader community. Having a young voice at the table certainly brings a different perspective to the conversation. It brings different experiences. It brings different ideas. I think that's really important. When you're sitting at a table with a bunch of people that are two, three times my age, and you start discussing housing. Housing for that demographic is a lot different than housing is for my demographic. Living styles are different, and the way we've grown up and the issues we have faced are all different. Me being able to bring that to the table really changes the dynamic, and I think it's a really important piece to have. Some of the disadvantages, I don't think there's any disadvantages of having a young voice, but it is a struggle to be a young person at that table. So I still work full-time my entire term. I'm still working full-time. Trying to balance that is difficult. The local government system, or really any government system, but especially the local government system, is not built for the working class. 
Um, it's not built to have someone that's working full-time or sometimes even part-time and balance the wants and needs of local government. When we were first elected as a council, we did try to change that. It was probably the most controversial things we did as a council, but we gave ourselves a hike in our pay stipend and raised our salary. Although controversial, it tried to bridge that gap between working full-time and being able to balance council duties and bringing in a bit of a working salary into the councillor job. But again, the system's still not perfect, but we tried to make changes to make it work. Are there any other ways to attract a more varied group of candidates? I don't know. I've been asked this question a lot over probably the past two weeks of what can we do within the system to attract younger people? In the last election in 2018, across the province, a lot of really young people got elected. When you look on the island alone, a lot of new councillors were really young. And I think right now, coming into the next election, it falls on us as those young people that were elected in the last election to go out to that young community and that working class community and say, it is possible. And even when I was running, it wasn't really until probably the last week and a half of the election where I knew, hey, I maybe got a chance in this. The whole time, I was just another person at that table going, maybe not. I think a lot of young people think that, one, that there's no point of them sitting at that table or it's going to be too hard or they're not going to feel welcome. I knew one of my struggles was, will I feel welcome at that table? Not only by your fellow elected colleagues, but by town staff, by your residents. I think it's important for all young people to know that it is very possible. As long as you have the right support system behind you, it is very possible. What are some of the things you're most proud of in terms of progress as a council during your term? And what are some of the goals you'd still like to see accomplished? This council's done a lot. When we were elected, we put in a very large work plan for us, and we were trying to be very adventurous with what we were trying to do. And we put a lot of things on our plate. The one thing that we have worked towards was affordable housing. And although we probably haven't solved the problem, we made great strides in that area to solve it. When we look at our railway projects in Qualcomm Beach, where we're calling it a railway project, which is a large affordable housing project. That's a huge step for Qualcomm Beach. We look at what we're doing down in the East Village now. We're right on the very edge of finishing up the first large housing and development project in the East Village. Huge steps for us as that's been taking us a really long time. We've looked at levels of service within the town and how can we improve the services that our residents are taking. And that's a really big thing. At the day-to-day, we sit at the table and we debate developments. But for our residents, at the end of the day, it's my garbage pickup and it's my snow removal and those things. When we look at improving those types of services, and we've done that as a council, one of my biggest uh, personal uh, achievements that I've been really proud of is I made a big push for inclusivity. when I, I came out as gay within the first year and a half of council, and that was a really big push for the town and also a very big learning curve. But that was a very large achievement for me. Because at Qualicum Beach hasn't really experienced something like that and always might have had the door slightly opened, didn't really have it open. Painting a rainbow crosswalk, now declaring June as official Pride Month and raising a pride flag, things like that. But being born and raised there and now getting to see that is really special. Although I don't want to take all the credit for that, I think I can wear some of it. How important was that personal decision to perhaps other young people in the community? Coming out is... It's a very big decision, and it's a very hard decision. Personally, when I decided to do it, I didn't really think twice about it. After we painted the Rainbow Crosswalk in the first year of our term, I started hearing a lot of stories of people that had moved away from town because they didn't feel welcome. I started hearing stories of current kids in high school that were being bullied, and just because of who they are, I had to really look at myself and go, myself as a young person in a leadership position in town, 
how can I change that? I think I discussed it with one friend. I might have discussed, hey, maybe I should go to the local newspaper and say, here's a story for you. That's exactly what I did. I didn't think twice about it because at the time I wasn't thinking about myself. I didn't really think about how is it going to be perceived. It was how do I give that community a place in my community? It ended up being perceived extremely well, not just by the young kids in school, but by the broader community. There was a couple odd emails and letters that would come through and I'd have to bite my lip and carry on with my day. But the decision of getting to see somebody come out in that type of position, I think is huge. The year before I did it, the mayor of Ottawa came out on his public stage. That was a big motivator for me. Well, I saw that as the mayor of our capital coming out on his public stage and carrying on his duties as every day today. If he can do it, I could do it. I think that's the bigger message. But also being able to see somebody in town that that has a say. And if you're having issues, you can go to that person and you're going to be listened to and respected. And I think that's really important. But coming out is a very personal choice. When I came out and it went into the newspaper, that was the first time a lot of my family had even read about it. My grandma phoned me and goes, oh, Robert, I'm so proud of you. I didn't know. It's a very personal decision, but in some ways it, it goes a lot farther than you think. What was it like being in the public spotlight? You know, it's not easy. I think that was one of my deciding factors when I look at why I'm not running again. As a young person, it is hard. I was elected at 20 and you're still building your life. And it is very hard to go out in public with your friends or in any aspect of that type of your life. I don't want to use the word bombarded, but in Coalca Beach, politics is, especially local politics, is a high mind for almost all of our residents. So you go into a restaurant and you're going to sit down at a table you're going to have people approach you and you're going to have people that want to discuss their issues right now. Being able to set boundaries as a young person is difficult, especially because you want to be able to serve what you're there to do, but you're building a life. And as a young person sitting in that spotlight, and although local government might not sound like a big spotlight, at times it can be, especially when controversial things are happening. You're still working a full-time job and it is difficult. I've learned over the last four years to be able to put boundaries in place and try to respect my own personal time. But it's difficult. And I think any elected official knows this is when you go into the spotlight, once you're elected, you're not just bringing yourself into that spotlight, you're bringing in your family. Both my parents work in the community. For the past four years, they have people coming into their workplace. Oh, what's Robert doing today? And what was he thinking when he made this decision? My parents go, I don't know. He makes his own decisions. I've got family members. I've got my sister works within the town organization. When you get elected and you go into a role like that, you're bringing everything in, and at times it it can be very difficult. The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S. Experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com. What were some of the other decisions behind your choice to step away and where will your career take you next? Aviation has been my career goal since I was 10. From the first time I stepped on an airplane, I knew this is what I wanted to do and this is where I'm going to end up. That's why I joined the Air Cadet program when I was 12. It's been that goal since I was young. When I was 18, I started working for my first airline, which was just before I was elected. Last year, once COVID was on the decline, I moved to a large airline in Canada and moved up and... I saw a place for me there, and I saw a career for me there. 
So I had to really decide, do I do another term and delay my career possibly another four years? Or do I say I'm going? That was a big deciding factor for me was my career. I've long said, and I've been saying it for the past couple of weeks now, is politics is not a career, but you should go in with your goals, your promises, do what you need to do and step away and let somebody else take over. You need to be able to let progress happen. You need to let change happen. Qualicum Beach has been really bad for that, where we've had somewhat of the same leadership for the last 20 plus years and things don't get to progress. So I saw myself, although young, I could have done another term. I highly think I could have done another term. My career had to come first. I've already taken on a leadership role within that airline, and it's time to make that my priority. Might you ever consider politics again sometime down the line? Absolutely. I've been asked that a lot, and absolutely, I'll come back. I don't know if it'll be in Qualicum Beach. I hope it will be. Maybe not, but absolutely, the political stage will certainly see me again. Maybe not in the too near future, but it'll certainly see me again. If you had one message to the citizens of Qualicum Beach, what would it be? The biggest message that I'd be sending to the residents is thank you. This has been the opportunity of a lifetime to be able to be elected at 20 years old and serve my community has been incredible. I didn't think that the experiences I would have had, the people I've met and the relationships I've built on a personal side, very personal, but getting to see town or city councilor on my resume at 24 years old, obviously that's not why I did it. The residents put their trust in a 20 year old and said, here you go and gave me the reins. That's huge. And they, they gave me time. They gave me time to learn, still learning. By within the first year, I think that everyone became very understanding of he's working full-time and he is still working for us full-time. And to thank the residents for that, because they haven't had that before. They haven't had someone that said, hey, you know what? I can't take your call right now, but I'll get back to you. I think that's really important. But not only for our residents, I really have to thank the staff of the town as well. That's a really big piece, all the way from, not just from our ground workers, but all of our senior staff, to be very welcoming, very open to having that young person at the table. I couldn't imagine what they were going through when I was elected, because now that changes their whole dynamic, something that they're not used to. And so a, a huge thank you to the senior staff as well for being able to be flexible and open and very welcoming to having a young person at the table. And what does the rest of the summer look like for you? It's looking like I'll be working full-time. i got no vacation planned. A bit in October, but for the rest of the summer, I'll be up in the air doing what I love doing. Robert, thanks so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know.